Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house, and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, we're talking all about what if clutter. So my name is Krista Lockwood. I am the founder of Motherhood Simplified. I have five children and I help moms declutter their homes without becoming a full-blown minimalist. And what if, or just in case clutter is one of the biggest questions that come up for moms. So let's talk real quick about what exactly this what if where just in case clutter is and what it can look like. And then we're going to talk about what to actually do if you are in the what if or just in case analysis paralysis trap. 
And what I'm going to talk to you about today is actually a tiny little piece of the free decluttering guide that I created for you called Clear Your Clutter that you can actually get inside of the show notes and the description of this. So just tap over there and sign up for that. It's free and you'll see everything else that's included in it, but it's, it's a really in-depth and thorough guide to helping you get started with decluttering your home as a mom. And there is a just in case workshop in there that is similar to what we're going to cover here, but go get the guide because it's going to have a checklist of things for you to actually declutter and a whole lot of other support in there for you. So what if in just in case clutter can look like a lot of different things? And here are five examples of what it might look like. Number one, keeping things because literally you say, what if I get rid of it and I need it? What if I get rid of those clothes and then we need it? What if I get rid of this baby gear and then we have another baby? What if I get rid of these dishes and then we have guests come over and I don't have enough dishes or whatever it is for you? So that's the first thing and usually the most obvious, but it can also be getting rid of something or thinking about getting rid of something and then worrying about not having the money to replace it. So that could be a whole lot of things, right? getting rid of something and then needing it and not having the money to replace it. The third thing it can look like is keeping things for the worst case scenarios, most of which will never happen and are very, very unlikely to actually happen. And if they do happen, it's really not even that big of a deal, which we'll talk about more in a minute. The fourth thing that it can look like is being impractically overly prepared. Yes, this is a thing. It can look like having a food storage system that is too overwhelming for you to maintain and ends up in a lot of wasted food. It can look like keeping clothing for future children and buying in advance future seasons and sizes. And then realizing that you forgot what you had, you missed the season, the sizes don't fit, the clothes got ruined or whatever it might be. Those are just two pretty common examples. It can be other things as well, but being impractically overly prepared is a thing. And the last thing that I want to tell you about this is that these are all, these are all valid and these are all rooted in real beliefs that you have, they come from somewhere, often your childhood, or maybe an adult experience that you had, or maybe examples in your family and your life that you saw and then took on as your own. So I don't want to dismiss that. I don't want to say that having these beliefs or feeling these things is wrong because it's not. It's so common. And of course, you have these beliefs. And of course it takes some time and some intentional strategy to deconstruct that essentially. So let's break this down. Okay. Let's talk about what to do when you fall into the, what if, and just in case analysis paralysis trap and acknowledge that it is your mind trying to keep you safe and prepared. That's a good thing. This is a good mechanism to have until it actually stops you from making progress and eventually holds you back and then hurts you because you are drowning in clutter and it hurts you because you are 
too overwhelmed and it hurts you because instead of actually supporting your life, it's become this energetic, sometimes very often, even a financial and time drain on you, an energetic financial time, emotionally draining thing. So it is rooted with good intentions, but in practice, it's really not working. So let's walk you through how to kind of break this down and how to work past this what if and just in case thinking. And remember, go get the free guide, clear your clutter, because you will get access to this original workshop as well as the um, workbook that goes along these questions and these exercises that we're going to do together here on the podcast, but you can get that it's printable. And again, it has like 10 other very, very valuable resources for you inside of that free guide. So go get that before we hang up on this episode too. So start by asking yourself these questions. Do I need it? That's as simple as that. Do I need it? And if the answer is yes, when do I need it? If the answer is that you are maybe or unsure, think of an example of when you would need it. Like when would you actually need it? And then even further, ask yourself, is this worth keeping for that event? And is that event even realistic? So I really like the workbook inside of the Clear Your Clutter Guide because you can kind of like walk through this process and take it deeper and deeper and deeper. But I wanna give you an example of what this would look like. So say you have three crock pots. Do you need three crock pots? You're probably saying, yes, I use crock pots. I need three crock pots. Substitute this with anything. Okay. So if crock pots are your thing, ignore the crock pot, but this is just an example. Now, if you're like, okay, when would I actually need three crock pots at one time? Okay. Maybe I don't, maybe I'm kind of unsure about that. I don't think there's a time that I would need three crock pots all at once. So let me think of an example of when I would need three crock pots all at once. I'm going to be cooking for a large family neighborhood gathering, and I'm the only one who can do any of the cooking, and I'm the only one who has any access to crock pots. <laughs> Is it worth me keeping for that potential event? No, right? As I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. You know, it's never going to happen. There are so many crock pots. There really just isn't a time where I'm going to need three crock pots all at once. I can stand to get rid of one or two of these. Okay. So the second thing, the second way to work through this is asking yourself if you have an alternative for this item. So if I get rid of two crock pots and I only have one, what would happen if I didn't have three? If I didn't have three crock pots and I needed three crock pots all at once, what are some alternatives that I could do? I could cook it on the stove. I could use my Instapot. What if I couldn't replace it? I would, I would figure it out. I would make food in a different way. And I hope what you're seeing as we go through this process is that most of the scenarios that you are thinking about and justifying keeping all the stuff or what if, and just in case are very insignificant in the big picture and very unlikely to happen, especially when you compare it to the potential place and value that they are taking up in your life right now, especially when you think about how challenging holding on to all of this excess stuff is actually making your daily life right now. And we forget oftentimes that our needs 
right now matter too. It's important to be prepared. It's important to have the things that we need when we might need them, but it's not worth it to do it at the detriment of our daily life right now. You will still have enough. You will still be adequately prepared and you will actually be able to be more prepared because the truth is if you are overwhelmed in your everyday life, if, and when a crisis happens, you're not all of a sudden going to be not overwhelmed by your daily life. It's just going to be overwhelmed by your daily life and dealing with a crisis on top of that. So just some things to think about when you are thinking about the, what if, and the just in case scenarios. Now, the other thing to think about that I didn't get to as you're like working through these questions inside of the workbook is, can you borrow these from a friend? If you really needed it in a pinch, how difficult would it be to go pick one up from the store or to ask someone on your buy nothing group, or just put a post on your personal page and be like, Hey friends, I, I really need a third crock pot. I'm really in a bind. Does anybody have a spare that I can borrow? Or does anybody have a spare that I can buy from you for like 20 bucks? And you will find that you are a lot more resourceful than you think you are. And you will find that it's actually pretty satisfying to lean on your community support. And that's a beautiful thing, especially when you get to learn those lessons and experience those benefits, in addition to reducing that daily overwhelm in your life of having a kitchen that is jam-packed full of stuff and really frustrating to cook in, you can make it easier to be in your kitchen if you just get rid of some of your crockpots. <laughs> now, final reminder, clear your clutter is the free guide that I created for you to get started decluttering as a mom. I help you create your decluttering plan. I help you figure out how to actually do this as a mom. I help you figure out what your goals are for decluttering. And if it's even something that you need to do, I help you figure out why it hasn't worked for you in the past. And when you understand that you can figure out how to make it work for you moving forward, as well as a list of like 22 decluttering projects that you can do right now in a really beautiful printable PDF checklist. Everybody likes that. You can use it digitally or you can print it. It is free. It is in the show notes. It is in the description here. It's motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash clutter free. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I would love it as well. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you are enjoying the content here, if you would leave me a review, of course, I prefer a positive review because that helps me spread my message to more moms like you. And in exchange as a thank you, if you choose to do this, write out your review, take a screenshot of it before you submit it to iTunes and then hit submit and then head over to your email and email me a screenshot of that as proof of your, of your review. And I will send you a one hour surface decluttering workshop where I, this is a bonus workshop that I recorded for the moms inside of my course, decluttering simplified. And I give you real life examples of how I would declutter spaces with you as if I were sitting there right with you. And so it's surface decluttering. We're focusing on things like stair piles, floor piles, dressers, nightstands, kitchen counters, dining room tables, living rooms, all of these real world examples that you probably have in your home. I walk you through step-by-step step how I would do it as if I were sitting there with you. And it's my way of saying thank you for your 
positive review to help me grow my platform and my message. So thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate you so much for spending your time and your energy with me. I will see you on the next episode. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.